0: I skipped over the first stage of grief after hearing about my father's murder and went right to stage two, anger. I had little use for denial, bargaining, depression, or acceptance. The last time I'd lost someone I loved, I'd suffered through all the stages, and still ended up feeling lost and alone. This time I knew anger served me well. Anger kept me going. Anger was a comfortable, familiar feeling when it came to my father. It was an emotion I had no problem embracing, when word of his murder made its way around the small town where our family had lived for generations. Loveless was a tight-knit community, one with a lot of secrets and a history of looking the other way when bad things happened. However, those bad things were forever discussed in hushed voices after church, and in low tones in passing. The fact that Conrad Lawton, my father and the town's sheriff for many, many years, had been found murdered just outside of Austin, was bound to be the only topic of conversation for months to come. The thought made my skin crawl and fueled the silent fury I'd been clinging to since I'd gotten the news my father was no longer around to be a major thorn in my side. But my anger was complicated. I didn't want false sympathy from the folks who whispered when my back was turned that the old man had deserved it. I didn't want to hear the gossip about how Conrad Lawton's notorious misdeeds had finally caught up to him. I didn't want to see the curious looks weighing and judging how I and my two older brothers were dealing with the loss of the man who had demeaned and emotionally terrorized us throughout our childhoods. If I showed any sort of regret, The busybodies and rumor mill would start churning out theories that tales of our tortured youth had been exaggerated. Yet if I wasn't sad enough that Conrad had met a violent, brutal end, I would never hear the end of that. People in Loveless already questioned my motives, sanity, and capability. If they decided I wasn't responding appropriately to the news that my father had been murdered, I would become more of an outcast than I already was. And my bar, which was barely staying afloat as it was, would undoubtedly go under. So anger it was, we were old friends anyway. I lived it, I breathed it. I spread it around to the point that my brothers and everyone else who loved me were walking on eggshells. Not knowing when or where I was going to explode next. I was unpredictable and volatile which wasn't exactly new, but I'd gotten better at controlling myself as I'd gotten older. But after I got the news about my father, all my old, uncontrollable impulses seemed to roar back to life, and I was back to being a prickly, easily provoked mess. It didn't help matters that the person who came bearing the bad news was the last person on the planet I wanted to hear such devastating words from it felt like every single time my disorderly world was finally righting itself, Hill Gamble and his stupidly handsome face would show up and send everything spiraling chaotically out of control once again. I'd have started to associate Hill with everything bad that had ever happened in my life. So naturally, where my unchecked anger was concerned, Hill always seemed to end up being the main target. Since he'd delivered the news of my father's death, I had a hard time recalling a single second when I wasn't absolutely furious at the gorgeous Texas Ranger. It should have been exhausting, but the warmth from the rage hill sent swirling through my blood was the only heat I felt anymore. I grew up in a house mostly devoid of love and affection. Sure, my mother doted on me and my brothers, but she did it knowing she would have to bear the brunt of my father's temper anytime he thought she was being too soft on us. There was no love between them, only fear and impossible expectations. My older brothers, Crew and Case, loved me unconditionally, but sometimes that love leaned into their being overprotective and overbearing, especially after our mother died. I'd had to push them back in order to breathe, in order to live any kind of life of my own, Their love was tinted with several shades of pain and remorse, and always came with the dark shadows of our shared history. It was ultimately a cold and slightly savage upbringing.